Let's go. Night moves, night moves, night moves, night moves, night moves, night moves. Okay, so speaking of bands, right? We were in the hotel room on our on our road trip, and we were just fucking around on cable television trying to find something to watch. We saw a dot. We found. We ended up watching a documentary about Kiss. They're probably the funniest band of all time. I can't. I mean, I hate Kiss, dude. I I like I I don't think people actually like them, but f- I'm so interested from like viewing Kiss from your prism of, of, <laughs> of musical, musical taste, knowledge. which is you're, so bizarre and foreign to me. No, all right. So I didn't know anything about Kiss, right? And I know I know nothing. About aside Kiss. from the guy that has his face painted like a cat, they just <laughs> have this like air about them of just like. We're from hell. We're hardcore as shit. We breathe fire. This isn't your dad's rock music. Yeah. And literally all of their songs is like, we like playing rock and roll music and kissing girls. It's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah. Like the transgression between like how hardcore they look and like they're li- dude, they are literally the Beach Boys with makeup. Right. That is what every kiss. <laughs> well, here's my question. You're not wrong, Does, dude. It's you're not wrong. Does the doc? Get into the. Is there ever a night they're just like not wanting to put the makeup on? No, no, dude. When you they make that bed, you have to line it. The genius of them is, is that the reason they're so like big and successful is apparently they were like marketing geniuses and they trademarked literally everything. So anything yeah. that has a Kiss logo on it, which is what in the '80s was basically 90 yeah. percent of all stuff, yeah. they all got a piece of it. That's good. So they're they are fucking. So what do we rich. What do we learn from this? What do we what? We got yeah. we have a we have a budding business of our own. Well, here. here's the thing too. One thing that we've never considered, or I think even talked about, discussed on the podcast, is the fact that Bob Seger is a particularly legit, uh, litigious individual. Right. Uh, from what I understand, I don't know. It took a very long time for his music to get on Spotify. Really? Night moves you couldn't listen to. Oh, on I remember that. That wasn't that long ago. Now, not to say that we named this podcast after the Bob Seger hit "Night Moves," a song we both just happen to like, a song that I have tattooed on my body, a song we can all agree. But maybe th- th- our podcast is named after just general m- moves you make moves, at night, moving right. and shaking during the night. Maybe. Also, that's w- the voice you're hearing is. Sean Preston, formerly the bassist of Slave. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, uh. I'll talk to everybody. In the, I've, I'm st- I still talk to the singer, and I'll talk to the guitarist every now and then. When the drummer's around, we talk. And uh, Pookie was Pookie played guitar. He was the dude he you met last week. And I'm like, dude, we got to do Slave too. How funny would it be? <laughs> slave it sucked. Our, our arc was so dumb because like, we, we, we started playing shows. We played some cool shows. And then, um, I mean, are people going nuts at your shows? No, uh, the, we woke, had, the woke people are. We had, a, very cu- we had a couple uh, friends of ours, um, and one of which would it would be like so embarrassed to admit think, that he liked the band and made his own homemade shirt. Dude, so I think I got us a, uh, a someone to put out a seven inch for us. What's that? A seven inch record, okay. like an oh, EP. Shit. And we were going to do a split with this band, Troublemaker. Shout out. I don't think any of them listen to this. They're the fucking, like, the best. Best fucking. Are they still operational? I, no. The, a couple of them are in bands now, uh, in, in different bands now and stuff like that. Uh, but, like, the fucking best dudes. And I still, they're, like, some of the few people from uh, hardcore I still talk to every now and then. 
but we you, did a split. Can with you them. talk a little bit about hardcore then? They I, were so, so fucking sick. Like they were. Um, they're the, the it was just super fast. It was they were so much better than us. Like so much better. But they were so. But we got this guy in Boston who's going to put out our records, and then he was just like, "Yeah, honestly, I think I'm just going to put out Troublemaker." <laughs> I think I'm just gonna put out their seven inch, and all of us were just like, "Yeah, it makes sense. That makes a lot of oh, sense." Shit. And then our singers, um, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he would totally agree with me with saying this. I mean, he was always a big weed smoker, but then he was just like, "Hardcore's stupid. I'm, I'm not gonna be in a hardcore band." Well, anymore, okay, that's kind of. Are you familiar with hardcore? He's I think it's the dumbest, absolute yeah. dumbest form. What of is? Music. What are what are we talking? About? I don't want to get into this. Bullshit. I do want to get into it. I do no, it's, it's just it's it's. I'll put it this way. Also, for the record, he is wearing a shirt that just says God Flesh on it, which I'm assuming <laughs> is some horrible hardcore band. No, nah, it's not a hardcore band. Um, no. So the last, uh, I booked I booked a show in New Hope when I was like 20. Man, that's that's right. the hardcore scene in New Hope has got to be nuts. No, there, there, no. But there, it's nuts, there was but it's a lot not, of, it's not there about was, music. There's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of shows in Bucks County. That they was kinda, Lou. They kind of stopped. And I, <laughs> I booked one show in New Hope. I booked a Halloween show, and it was a record release. Or, or they were shooting a music video for this one band. Um, and set it up, got a good space for it and everything. And I was showing our friend Paul, uh, rest in peace, Paul Beckwith, the oh, fucking man. Um, and true God. I was, I, true I was God. like very into hardcore at the time. And I was showing him. I was just like, this is what a hardcore show is. I showed him a video. And it's like a bunch of dudes with their shirts off jumping on each other uh -huh. and like singing along. And he pauses. He, he, we're watching it on his laptop. He pauses it, looks at me and goes, and Paul was a very gay man. He goes, Sean? This is the gayest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Literally the gayest thing I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it, it so was. You, so what's? I gotta imagine the. But Paul was the guy who hooked me up with the with the space for it and everything, um, and that was like one of the last things I did because like I just started doing improv. Got ugh. Uh, but and then Damn, you know you I did started, hardcore and improv. No, I I was I was. There was there was some they did kind of thank God we got you in the middle for a second. Uh, thank God for the girl I met. In a Imagine doing an improv hardcore combo show. Oh, oh dude, that, those that people exist. Is what about a non not attended hard? Like, how hard is it to do a hardcore concert when there's nobody there? I, I've seen it. It's it's got to be rough. Yeah, it was. I don't know, but like, it was. It, yeah, I don't know. I hit a point like I was kind of like getting into comedy. I don't think I had done an open mic yet. There was a girl in my improv 201 who did stand up and she was like 31 years old and she took me to a show in in the in the Bronx after class one time and Ooh. her and her 30-year-old friends got my 20-year-old ass drunk and I was she was just like this is what this is what stand up's like. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to try stand up." And then, you know, the rest is history. And now I live in Emmaus, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, I had I had a point where I was just like, you know, it was I had you know, Liked the community and comedy a lot more. Ah, you I know, got you. A lot, yeah. you know. Wow. Well, that, you're yeah. young. You're stupid. You don't know. Yeah. I could imagine they're more my people. how shitty that community is that you chose this community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 what I, I don't fucking speaking of cares. speaking of hardcore. On my road trip, I, and literally, there's nothing less I would like to talk about. No, <laughs> really? you, nothing, no, sorry, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna it's just I just term hardcore, driving through. The middle of nowhere, right, in, like, South Dakota, uh -huh. there are so many moments 
that you just because there's no there's like no rules there's like no rules <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the country there are so many and you guys would have loved it there are so many moments where you look at someone doing something and you're like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah there was a dude it was like out of a movie the amount of dudes wearing headbands driving camaros blasting music Dude, it's like that's, the, that's just working in New Hope. That's just yeah. real <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon, dude. That's a that's a phenomenon I'll never understand. The the motorcycle with the stereo in it. Yeah, I love that, dude. I oh. mean, I love it, but I can't imagine, like, what is the, the utility? You can only listen to it when you're at a red light. Yeah, you can't uh, how change. how can can you hear it? Like, if you're, I think you just know it's there. If you play it loud enough, which they try to do. Yeah. I would just like what for once to see like a dude blast like it's it's always the same shit. Yeah, it is always like Ted Nugent or some shit like that, <laughs> yeah. or Metallica or something. Once, just once, I would love to see a dude in one of those fucking stereo uh, fucking motorcycles blasting like Depeche Mode. <laughs> That'd be to, so sick. I'd love dude. to see a guy on a Harley stop at a red like light. Like Nine Inch Nails. All you hear is beat a beat a beat a boo a beat 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 a a little bit of number five. <laughs> a little bit of Monica. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking song that was, dude. dude one, of, one of the hits yeah. of the I like that he had a... Cr- I've never realized or put it together that he did that in a Creole accent for no reason. <laughs> Mambo number five. That was a Cuban guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I that know. song was like... That was... That might be one of the first songs I was like, fuck... Yes. <laughs> did we talk about did we talk about this on an episode? I don't like know. being a kid and hearing hearing the song like hearing a song just being like now that is what I call Fuck music. Yeah, dude, yeah. No. Uh that one fucking uh Sex and Candy, Marcy's yeah. Playground, dude. I could I listened to like Casey Kasem's Top 40. When, when Sex and, when uh yeah. that came on I was like I shouldn't be listening to this, but it's fucking sl- slaps. Mine were mbop. Mbop's good, yeah. Mbop. And then, uh, dude, I'll never forget here and who let the dogs out for the first time. (laughs) I will never forget. Who let the dogs out still? My my friend showed it to me, and he had just learned how to burn CDs. And he was just like, yo, check this out. And he played it for me, and it was like, I was like listening, it was like listening to God. Yeah. Like, I was like, yo. what the fuck is this? He's like, yo, let me burn you a CD. He burned me a CD with just Who Let the Dogs Out on it, and I would listen to that on repeat, just playing Ocarina of Time. I would do, my mom would get me a Now, that now, now that's what I call music. Now that is what I call music. She got me that CD every year for Christmas. She thought, she like, she thought that was like the, the th- My boy Tyler loves the yeah. hits. He's so happy when I give it to him, and I was just being nice. Fuck a B-side. Tyler yeah. wants the hit. But uh, <laughs> what, what was the fucking... Uh, song, God damn! I was just thinking about it. I just something. Just keep talking. I gotta remember. Dude, I, I remember thinking. the first time I, the first song I remember like hearing and being like, "Fuck!" was um, "Let Me Love You" by Mario. Oh shit, dude, yeah. that shit still fucking hits me. Yeah, that's how I, I would like get we were, a superstar. Oh, you didn't, did you not like music like as a kid, kid? No, but I didn't start listening to like what. Like, well, I didn't like, start yeah. listening to contemporary music until I was probably like thirteen or fourteen. Like, I, yeah, I would I listen to my on, dad's shit. Yeah, a like, yeah. lot of disco, lot of like Rat Pack stuff. My parents let me listen, let me watch MTV, which is funny. Like saying that now because young people don't understand that. Like when in the nineties, like, like, you were not 
There was very few kids allowed to watch MTV. Right, it was like sexual. You there can absolutely you can absolutely tell which children were allowed to watch right. MTV yeah. in the nineties. Yeah. I'll never forget watching the Fiona uh, Fiona Apple criminal video. I was like seven years old, yeah, and like, I was like, "What's happening?" Dude? I was like, "I I like this." Yeah, I and know. then I fa- and then you I, I got older. I realized it was a song about her cucking some guy, and I was like, <laughs> "I don't dude, know what that." Do you guys remember your first concert? Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? It's the Beach Boys. Hell yeah. It was awesome. And you know who the guest drummer was? John fucking Stamos. Yo. Yeah. Currently on, uh, he was on TV at the time. Uh, this might have been after, I think it's probably after Full House. Okay. But he was still like, it's John Very fucking famous. Stamos. He's yeah. still famous. I yeah, can tell was... you my first two concerts. Was it Slave? No. <laughs> first, first concert and only concert I went to. To this day. It was Yo-Yo I mean, Ma. No, wait. No, I saw Lady Gaga when I was like 19 oh, with I my rem- girlfriend. Um, that was no. like your first stand-up bit ever. That was, that was my first one that actually like worked. But no, this was... I was 8. No, no. I was like 11. 10 or 11. I went to the PST tour and I saw 98 Degrees. Fuck yeah. Fuck Jessica yeah. Simpson. Nice. I went with my Damn, girlfriend at the dude, time. We slow up. danced to a uh, 98 Degrees song. In the, in, in the crowd, you slow yeah, danced. With me and this other 11-year-old. And then get the, the second. What, you guys just went by yourself? No, we went with like a friend and her mom. And you were dancing, slow dancing in front of the mom. Yeah. She Look at you, Sean. Loved it. Damn, I mean, it's dude. cute. Oh, dude, that's super if my eleven-year-old was boy or girl was slow dancing with their with their first boyfriend, I'd be like, "This is fucking cute." I'm glad I get to share this memory with well, you. That's when kids were kids. Now, and then kids my are second show was leftover crack yeah, at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking what a slide. What huh? was the ninety-eight degrees song that was hot? Pun intended. Oh, there was a couple of them, dude. But we, there was a slow jam. Um, 98 degrees. I love how they chose that as the temperature. Yeah. Honestly, what is the point? Yeah. 98 Yo, degrees is... Also, a, it's almost too low for normal. I was going to say it's a good temp for a hot tub, but even... so, No, you yeah. want triple digits yeah. on a hot they tub. They just released the UK version of the first sync record, and I listened to it. It fucking... It rips. I'm not being ironic whatsoever. Wait, what do you mean UK? It Are they all in like real accents? Yeah. It has like... It has extra songs and they're like oh. extra European sound. Justin Timberlake isn't doing like a Cockney accent. No, it sounds like... It sounds like fucking uh, Ace of Bass or some shit. Oh, I love Ace of Bass. It's fucking I so fucking sick. Love Ace it's Bass. so good. Is it on Spotify? Really is it on Spotify? She, yeah. Yo, uh, my first concert, this is... It is Friday night, and we just got paired. <laughs> it sounds super European. Yeah. It took me that long to think of a <laughs> song. Um, I went to Sugar Ray. Yo, oh. fuck yes. Yo, but listen Wait, to this. Wait, is that Sugar Ray? Is Sugar Ray the one that... Every morning there's a hammer hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's I just want to play. play like... Here we go. Here I just want to play like Put 15 seconds of the song. Put your around me, baby. <laughs> But, yo, so I, my parents took me and my friend to Sugar Ray concert. And I was probably 12 or 11. And so it was at Music Fest, and, like, it was, like, seats. Like, yeah. like you know, rows of seats. And there was these chicks behind us. They were, like, probably 20 at the time, you know? Or, like, uh, who knows how old they They were definitely adults, though. So they started grabbing my ass, these girls. And I didn't like it. I did not like it. I was embarrassed oh. about it. So... They kept doing it. And Wait, they, how old are these girls? 20, 20, like in their dude, 20s. And you were like 11? I was like 11. And they <laughs> I would have fucking blushed. Dude, oh, well, boy, I was. I, I was embarrassed, blushed. dude. And like, because I'm like, and I also, I don't. It, got these sluts grabbing thought, my, ch- my child no, ass. I, I was prepubescent. Like, I didn't yeah. even know. Like, I didn't even associate any sexual. I just thought they were fucking with me. Yeah. So I'm like, not loving it. So I would sit down. And then whenever I would stand back up, like, the whole crowd would sit down. And then. 
you know, fly would come on, people would start getting up. And then when I would get up, they would grab my ass. They did like four or five times to the point where I was, I, I just sat down for the rest of the concert. <laughs> I was the only kid sitting. I was sitting. hoping until I, I started crying. I looked back to the, stop grabbing my ass. <laughs> dude, basically. Dude, and stop I, touching my butt. I, I sat I'm down. I'm just a little boy. The, the whole crowd. Trying to enjoy the Sugar Way concert. He's just like, I just want to die. <laughs> please stop pinching my asshole. Please stop pinching so my you, you technically got molested at a Sugar Ray <laughs> concert. <laughs> Which, if you're going to get molested, it should yeah. be a Sugar Ray yeah. concert. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I would sit down. The whole, the, I remember the whole crowd being standing, right? Yeah. And my mom being like, Tyler, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I just, I, my legs <laughs> sitting are tired. with your hands in your lap. Yeah. And uh, but they would even when I was sitting, they would still kind of like they would fuck with because they knew it bothered me. They knew it was, they, these they, women are trash. Yeah, yeah, trash behavior all around. I'm for it. <laughs> all right, speak- I gotta pl- okay. I gotta play like a little bit of this. I want you guys to tell me how this makes you feel. Pro already. Oh yeah yeah oh yeah. All right, JC. Yep. Oh, with the synth. Yeah. Oh, dude, if this is not what Richard Branson listens to on his way out of space. That's 98 dude. degrees, huh? No, that's in sync. That's in sync. That's in sync. When people say is that Backstreet JC Chavez? That, dude, that was JC laying it down. Woo! God damn. That song? I, I forget what I was doing. I was like cleaning or something, and I was like, I, f- I forget how I stumbled onto it, but I had it on the TV. And I put it on. Yeah, do you know how you stumbled onto it? You're like Googling. Like, sing- no, I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> Six songs to jack off to. <laughs> Google's yeah. immediately like, have you tried? I might have been Songs to get hard to. But I was yelling out loud when that song played. I was like, what the fuck? Is this? There's no way. This song, yeah. There's no reason the song should be this Yo, good. Songs don't make me feel that way anymore, really. Like, like some do. But like the way those fucking like, middle school songs would slap on you, mm-hmm. nothing... Those were the days, dude. See, when I was in middle school, I liked, like, I didn't, I thought, I wanted I wanted to be a fucking punk rock little boy, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I didn't, I didn't fuck with any of it, right? I got you, yeah, I didn't yeah. fuck with any of the radio hits. I'm, Lil Wayne missed me, all that shit missed me. And now as a fucking 31-year-old You're catching adult, up. I'm like, I want to listen to that Dua Lipa song. Dude, what about, like, fucking, uh, that Eamon song, uh, uh. Fuck you, you ho! I don't, don't want, want you, you back. back. Whoa, yeah. whoa! Nah, oh, or, or yeah, like yeah. What that was, was a good one. The, 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 it wasn't me. Shaggy, dude. Shaggy. I never. I don't really like that song. Really? What? Is there any? Is there underlying? I know. It's just. It's just not. I don't really like that song. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not like. It just doesn't get my. So it was you. Is what on. you're saying. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. What 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 song, what song from that era gets you to, like a middle school? That was the greatest thing I did during pandemic was that middle school dance thing. Yeah, I had so much fun with that. People would just like yeah. tag me in songs from. Honestly, the- a lot. I do like a lot of the boy band stuff. I will. Yeah. I will rock out with my cock out to old school Backstreet <laughs> Boys. Out, <laughs> <laughs> I'll even I'll even do O Town. I don't give a shit. Yo. O-Town. Yo. Wait. What was? I don't know if it was O Town. Sherry, what's that one boy band song you like? But, oh, dude, wait a minute. She's just like, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we don't like O-Town. a boy band song. It wasn't O-Town. Was it oh. the one with fucking Chris Farley's brother in it? <laughs> Kevin Farley? Kevin Farley? Yeah. It was like a... 
fake band, but it, they had a good song. I don't. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. The what fake are, one, the MTV one. Yeah, what, what are they called? Oh, I forget. Well, the song was good, or something like that. See, if we're gonna go like middle school, I was a. I, by the time I hit middle school, I was pretty big into hip hop. Okay, yes. Yeah, so any like I have Fifty a, Cent. Oh, Ludacris, day in day out. That's yeah. like my guy. Yeah. Um, that song "What's Going Down" by Young Jock. That will fucking. Uh-huh. I'll I'll punch a window if that song comes on. I fucking. <laughs> a love funny that story song. about Ludacris. My my the fr- my friends friends with him and like here, and Ludacris visited Nazareth one time and took my friend's motorcycle for a drive and got lost. He didn't like bring his Fuck phone. Fuck yeah, that rules. And he had to ring somebody's doorbell to get directions. And the, obviously, some like old white person was like, "It's that way." Didn't even know they were talking to Ludacris. Isn't that funny? I love that. Yeah, I fucking love that. Yeah, it's sick. Sean looks like he's doing some form of he's trying to find a boy band research right now. Oh, oh, oh! Here comes the queen. Uh-oh. Sure. What's that? What is that? That one song that goes super hard that we love that from the British boy band from the nineties. You know, and th- the end. There's like a key change that like one, makes you want to put a fucking chair through the wall. <laughs> In a good way. Was it, was five? Was it BB Mac? No, it wasn't. Oh, O-Town, was, play O-Town. No, 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 no. Wait, play an O-Town. BB Mac hit. had the one. BB Mac had one. Okay. Yeah, we love this fucking song, Cher. You guys grind oh, wait, to no, it. No, it was the, they, the music video was in the, in the bowling alley. Maybe they weren't British. <laughs> fucking God damn it. Can we please just figure this I out so that. we can move the fuck <laughs> on? That's my favorite sentence. Maybe they weren't British. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it was like it was. It wasn't Dream Street. It could have been Dream Street. Have you? God, I feel like such a fucking retard. Do you ever um? What do you do? You have like a song where it's like you heard it for your first time and it like felt like it was almost like written for you, like the moment you heard that song for the first. This song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What was it? It's one. It's a recent one. Oh. Um. It's L. Michaels. It's called Strange Boy. <laughs> I don't think the title is my favorite song though. Oh, it was O Town. Play it. But I got I got to fast forward to the key change. This doesn't connect with me. Not uh, at one. Right here. No, this is this is the part. Wait, you ready? Oh yeah, I know the song. Yeah. Just wait. Oh, nothing Shut up. at Shut the all. Fuck up, Luke. <laughs> just wait. No. Wait. Let the part happen. A little bit of Monica in my life. I just wanted to ruin it. I almost gave myself a concussion. Sherry and I were listening to boy bands in the car, and we we hadn't listened to the song in forever. That part happened, and I like punched the the fucking steering wheel hard as shit. I could. I was like, I cannot believe how hard the song. Oh my god! I broke my windshield. I broke my visor listening to "Smooth" by Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I get way too hype in the car, dude. The, the <laughs> oh yeah, because "Smooth" plays like almost every time, and I'm like, I can't smooth be around this good. much fragile shit while "Smooth"'s playing. Dude, but I do. What's your song? Oh, I had, I was going through my first and only breakup, really, and uh, I was like. I was doing that thing where like, I was like, I can't go home. I was like 18. I was like, I'm just going to drive around my neighborhood, really piece it all together. And then for the first time ever, I heard uh, 50 Lit Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. <laughs> and I was like, 
Oh man! I was going through a breakup and I heard uh, the song uh, "Cupid's Chokehold." Ever hear that one? No. What the fuck is that? Take a look at my girlfriend. (laughs) 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 I remember not much of a girlfriend. When that that girl I dated. What a dick! Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much of a girlfriend, but she's She's the the only only one one I got. got. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It's so funny. (laughs) What a fucking rascal that guy. He's like, not much of a girlfriend, (laughs) but she's the only one I got. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, honey, you never, you never see, I don't make any songs for me. And he's like, this fucking bit. All right. I made you a song, honey. She's not much of a girlfriend at all. (laughs) She's the one I got. I guess I'm fucking <laughs> She's like, I, she's like, can you play me the song you wrote for me? All Let right. me do anal then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write you a song when you give me anal, and me to you, not you to me. I want to do anal to you. <laughs> Enough, you to me. I'm tired of anal, you to me. <laughs> I need to me. <laughs> I want to do anal to you. I'm tired of you doing anal to me. I don't know how this even started. Knock it off, you to me. I had, we had to buy equipment for this. There's not even a base for it. <laughs> I hate it, you to me. I want to go me to you. <laughs> Honey, I'm doing you. Can, can Do you think tonight I can, I can do it to you? Honey, every day is not your birthday. <laughs> Why does it always have to be you to me? What yeah. are you even getting out of this? But you know women being like, oh, it's my four-month anniversary of being 26. <laughs> Let me do anal to you. <laughs> you ever hear a, like a song and you're like, man, if only there, like th- this would be a perfect song for a, this per- specific scene in a movie that ha- hasn't been made? Yes. You ever like, think of like... Oh, dude, song? that's all. I, I never listen to lyrics. I just, <laughs> I just play movies in my head yeah. of what would be happening. Yep. When I when I was like sixteen years old, I was like, I'm gonna write a movie, and I was, <laughs> and I had the ending all planned out. I had I had the well, I had the ending planned out. I had a very it was an explosion, but it was the most. <laughs> you <laughs> could see some boobs yeah. and then explosions. It was the most white teenager movie you could ever come up with. But I was I was I think I was like high with my friend Dan, and we were talking. But he was telling me about like a, the movie he was gonna write, and I was just like, all right, let me tell you mine, and. I was like, all right, so it's this guy and he wants to become a cop, but he's not like a piece of shit. He wants to actually be like a good cop. And then he he enters the force and he realizes all these dudes are crooked and they're fucking shitty and they're beating up black people and they're just scum. And he fucking hates his job. It's and the they departed. pick on him yeah. all the time. Like, what are you? They pick, what are you? <laughs> they pick on him all the time. So it's like Columbine. And there's, and there's a bunch of firefighters in it, but they're a bunch of fucking queers. No, <laughs> no but then it's just like, and then one day he fucking loses it. And then like, so the end of the movie. Wait, would, dude, I think Chris Dorner probably got a hold of your movie yeah, script <laughs> but it would be it would be this cop in the locker room shooting all the other cops in the locker room while frank sinatra's that's life place <laughs> that's pretty sick <laughs> that's life it was the most white like stupid white suburban teenager movie you could ever think of the worst and ending. my buddy dan was like dude you sh- need to write that that's so sick <laughs> Literally the dumbest fucking. Spe- Go ahead. Speak- I was just saying. Speaking of mass shootings, can we please talk about the TikTok video that you sent? 
<laughs> to us. Wait, was that? Did you send it to me? And yeah, Tom? I sent it to both of you. You sent it about the lady talking about her Columbine tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah she has a lot yeah. of Columbine. So, dude. Also, what is a lot? I want to see the tattoo. She has a couple of them. She she has a tattoo tour on her TikTok. Yeah. And she kind of blows <laughs> so, past them. She has an anime version of Dylan Klebold on her it's thigh. It's so wild. You're, what did you say? Like this is hell. Like we're living in. Like yeah. uh, TikTok is a portal to hell. But it's so funny because like I've been saying this for years. I was like, because pe- some people. Dylan are, was a mate. It was a good guy. <laughs> he was a good kid. He was a good kid. No, but fucking <laughs> couldn't make pipe bombs. They're that serial killer. That was Lou and Sean. <laughs> They're serial killer people, right? Who like fucking love serial killers. Oh they yeah. They were yeah. like. Ted Bundy shirts and shit like that, and they think it's like cool yeah. and funny. But like, it's fucked up. Those people die in horrific ways. But like, how come it's okay to be like, yo, I fucking love Charles Manson and like wear Charles Manson shirts and like have like pictures Wait, of is him that in okay? house and stuff? Yeah, people, th- that's socially yeah, acceptable somehow. And women love doing that shit. And then, but how come you can't do hot, that with Joey Klebold and he Eric was a teen. Harris? He was a teen. How come you can't do it with a mass shooter? You can't, how come you can't sexualize can't do that? a teen. You can- I think it's because Charles Manson wasn't hot. Yeah. Oh, wasn't hot. Yeah. I mean, but where are you? Call, are you saying Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris I, I were don't hot? Know, man, it was. There were some I, hot I, teens, it, dude. It was a swing and a miss. We don't have to go further into it, <laughs> <laughs> dude. The, <laughs> that's where we tell our kids one day. Yeah, Columbine pretty much set off like this whole string of mass shootings that happened uh, up until. That's why we can't go to Walmart anymore. <laughs> and that's why you left school today. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. you're homeschooled now. That's, that's why you why don't I, have an older sister anymore. You know why um, we stopped teaching? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, it's but it's yeah, and then it's like these kids were just too hot. <laughs> they, they, they came to school and they fucking wiped out the uglies. <laughs> and Jesus, I mean, do you guys do this thing? Speaking of just circling back to the we talked about like. A song that you listen to and you like put yourself. Do you do this thing where you like, whether it's a song, I do it with songs, but you'll play out a, a, a thing, like a, like an interaction with somebody. Yeah, totally. Like, mm-hmm. like maybe it's an ex. It'll be like some fantasy, yeah. like, but totally. the song is involved with it. Somehow. Oh, I do it all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm, I do one right now. Really? Yeah. Like can where you, Sherry's tell? sitting at the top of the steps, cocking <laughs> my fucking gun. <guy. laughs> yeah, I do it right now. Where it's like all these people that like I haven't seen in a while, and this girl that I had like a fucking thing with is uh-huh. there, and I just magically learn how to play the piano amazingly. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, I really fucked I up. Had, I'm 31 years old. That this is a th- smart <laughs> mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a <laughs> where like you show up at a wedding and you're just like. Yeah, I'll sing for you guys, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, so yeah, good, totally. dude. The amount I did of sh- get, I did bring a girl home from karaoke night one time because I sang "I Believe I Could Fly." <laughs> oh my god, she's just too stupid. She's like, I think he's gonna, I think out. he's gonna fly. <laughs> I think he's gonna try to kill himself. I don't know. Listen, Listen, he actually believes that he can touch <laughs> yeah. the sky. Yeah, he's on drugs. Take that, he? R. Kelly. One of your songs got me consensual sex, <laughs> which you could have done a lot. <laughs> he's just sitting in prison, like. Looking around. Is he in prison? Oh yeah, jail. Is jail. He in prison? He's in jail, jail. Did he actually get sentenced? I thought he was. Yes. Like... Yes, dude. Talking to me like I'm. A... Yeah, of course. That'd be hilarious. Like if he gets into prison after night one, he's like, "Oh, this is what I did to those women. This sucks." You know, like, Robert Sylvester Kelly, uh, his earning nicknames such as the King of R and B, the King of Pop Soul, and the Pied Piper of R and B. You know, he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, he is incarcerated in Brooklyn, awaiting trial. Okay, so he hasn't. He's so he's in jail. jail. He's not in prison yet. 
Did we talk about those videos that we've seen of Keep him at wiping concerts? me. Oh. Keep wiping me. Dude, he just has women like wipe him down. That's weird. In the audience. More like the yeah. pied wiper of RB. <laughs> 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 you fucking <laughs> pussy. He's only 6'1. He's not that tall. Yeah, but to <laughs> white folks, he's like 6'9. Yeah. <laughs> f- Al- wasn't Alan Iverson short? Tiny guy. Yeah. Like short compared six to other foot, basketball. Yeah, six foot. Oh, wow. That's yeah. sick, dude. He looks like a fucking midget <laughs> compared no, to I those thought he's other taller guys. than that. I thought he was like no, actually like 6'4. He just looks tiny compared no, to everybody he's else. Six feet I waited tall. on uh, Magic Johnson once, the biggest man I've ever seen. Really? Oh my god, the all-time biggest dude I've ever seen. We played against a kid in high school who was 7 foot and he was huge. Actually, in college I played against this 7 foot 1 guy and I was guarding him because uh, whatever. And this is down in Philly at Harkham College. Harkham is like in junior college worlds like all their players are going. That's to where like, they send all the Batman villains. <laughs> oh God, come damn it. on! No, they're come all on. going to like big time Division One schools. So, and we were like this little like, I was like one of the bigger kids on the team. So at ha- and like this is like a a full Philadelphia gymnasium in like like a church. It's yeah. like not everybody's like on top of you. So the first half's coming to a close. This guy, the seven foot guy jumps to dunk and i jump with him and i get dunked on like which is like a big yeah no no like his like he wrapped his legs around my head Ooh, say it's and, slower. Uh, yeah and this crowd dude made me feel so insecure about myself because <laughs> because the, 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 the the buzzer rang at halftime and they all like are storming the court like you know going nuts in my face and i'm just like wow which is crazy because you just got nuts, nuts in, in your my face, face yeah why is it not okay to dunk on people? It's like a, it's it's like a, a humiliation. Yeah, it's like a humiliation. <laughs> thing. It's like getting, so it's funny, like, though. it's like the closest you can get to getting cucked in sports. Yeah. You're basically getting teabagged. It's it's just funny because I'm I'm five eleven, maybe six foot on a good day. Yeah. In the morning I'm six foot, but like it's so funny, like because like of course I get dunked on. I'm not that tall, but like I've gotten dunked on, like so sad so many times. <laughs> In high school, I got dunked on by like the tenth man. Like, what does that mean? Like they're like they. they it's not the one where like not supposed well, to. Yeah, did you guys not have the tenth man well, in your like, school? Well, the 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 team. There's five people that play, and then there's a couple on the bench. He was like the last guy off the bench. <laughs> they <laughs> they just, put him in. They bring him. <laughs> I, I, you said the tenth man. I just imagined like <laughs> like just a black figure in a suit, oh, just oh, floating oh, down the Sean, hall. Shot. What the fuck? <laughs> I just imagine that they like pull him out of faceless that, like, spirit. I just imagine wandering they pull, the halls. They pull him out of that hangar that Indiana Jones keeps all his treasures in. He has to like come out of a box <laughs> you know, with a crowbar. You know, like you ever see a video where like the trainer has like like autism or something, and they let him, and he like rains threes on the team. Yeah, that, that happened that's once. Happened, that's happened like yeah. I want to see. No one ever shows videos of the times that they let the autistic kid play and it didn't go well. <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> he's not even dribbling. Or like it's football. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's have just, a coach that's not willing to give it to him. Yeah, it's like he's just throwing. What's the it ball called when you don't dribble? Stands. A walk. A walk. A walk. Yeah. It's like he's walking the fucking ball. <laughs> get, this, get the fuck off the court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, no, they only show the the Disney movies where yeah he sinks yeah. like twenty seven traveling. In the last traveling. Three. That's what I yeah. meant. It's walk too. No, it's a walk. I don't know shit. But what sport did you play? Sports in high school? Not in high school. No. Although I did try. <laughs> I did try out for my JV basketball team while wearing a Rich Gannon NFL jersey. (laughs) 
I just had a Rich Gannon Oakland Raiders jersey for some fucking That's reason. Funny. No idea why. Yeah, I wonder why you got cut. I have no idea. One time, this is how bad I was in sports. Is one time somebody asked me that question, and I told them that I had auditioned for my basketball team. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, you probably didn't yeah, make yeah. it. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I did not. But I didn't at all. How's a male cheerleader? I told you that, oh, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you have to audition for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. So pretty much. How'd you so, have in? I told the story? No, not I to me. So. I, I haven't heard it. Pretty much. Um, and I, not that there's anything wrong with it. I that. tried dropping out of school. I just, I was at a point where I was like, I'm not. That was sir. That was no, like, maybe you should let me rectify it. it. Here's here's a solution. Instead of dropping out, we think why you should you, be. A ma- why don't you make your high school life just a little bit yeah. worse? Yeah. If so, you didn't hate high school now, you're gonna really hate it. Here's the thing, though. So, like, why drop out now when you can really want to drop so out? I was later? fine socially. I had friends and stuff. Like, I, it wasn't like I was getting picked on or anything. I just hated. I like. I they put because I have OCD, like legitimate clinical OCD. They put me in in uh, special ed. So I like I was never allowed to take a language, so I had to read. I had to read like I, I was. It was, it was fucking. I was taking reading class at like eleventh grade. I'm like, I know how to read a fucking book. Uh-huh. And they're like, we know, but we can't let you take a language. It's fucking stupid. Really, I was. I I I was. I had nothing to do in school. So mm-hmm. I, I, I sit in fucking resource all day, and then like I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Try dropping out. My grades were give not me great. Some fucking pom poms, man. I give, me, give me something. But the cheerleader, I was friends with the cheerleaders, and they're like, "We need a ma- we need a guy on the team." And really, doesn't fucking matter what your grades are. Like, you are getting into college if you can do a backflip. And I'm like, I can like I can do a cartwheel. And they're like, "Yeah, can, can you?" Yeah. Oh, dude, I can do all that shit. And she, they were like, "Well, yeah." They're like, "Our coach is the man. He's straight." He's not going to make you dance and shit. Like, all you're going to have to do is throw us up in the air. Oh, dude, just do and cartwheels and yell, I love pussy as loud no, as you can. All, they, like, they were literally like, you just, they, they, the one girl was just like, you get to grab our butts and do backflips and stuff. I'm like, honestly, I can't think of a cooler thing to, yeah. sport to do. That's sick. And so I, 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 uh, <laughs> I all She said that? Yeah, like, yeah, but, you know, joking around. Like, it's yeah. not sexual or anything, and it's, like, gross. It's sweaty. It's hair. No, it's, it's no pinching an 11-years-old ass at a Sugar Ray concert, <laughs> yeah. but it'll, it'll do. Yeah, yeah. No, but I tried out, <laughs> and the the coach took me aside, and the varsity coach is the guy. He's just like, look. He's like, hey, you're gay now. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yo. He's yeah, like, if anybody asks. <laughs> he was this big, fat, black dude. He was a fucking man. He was like, yo, here's the thing. I'm not going to make you dance. I'm not going to make you do any of that shit. All you're gonna have to do is just like yeah, throw these girls up in the air, throw these girls up sure in the air, them, do backflips and stuff like that. You'll be cool. And I'm like, fucking so sick. I love this, um, and it was cool. And then he got fired for laundering money, yeah. or not laundering money, um, embezzling, embezzling money. And so Out he of the, got fired. The cheerleader fund. Yeah, I guess. I don't yeah. know. He got, away, he got away with tens of tens of dollars. <laughs> yeah. But they had a new coach, new junior varsity coaches. Taking all that uh, car wash money. <laughs> they, put <me> on, <laughs> <laughs> they put me on JV. And I was like, yeah. I can't be the only male cheerleader in school and be on fucking JV. <laughs> and they're trying to make me dance and shit. I'm like, I can't dance. I'm not going to dance. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> I don't want to get into college that bad. They would try to make you dance. Like, what do you mean? What would they say? Like, do like the dance. Like, they're like, Sean, you have oh, to like, oh. do like... Cause like I have to do like the things. I'm like I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, th- I was told. I was told. I was told very clearly I wouldn't have to do any of this. I was told I wouldn't have to dance. I was so out of shape too because I would smoke so many cigarettes as a teenager. I did when I finally I like we all had to work out on Saturday mornings together and I threw up. <laughs> I threw up from doing too many push-ups. Imagine being like like chilling practice was too much. 
No, I had to go to camp. I had to go cheerleading camp. Oh, is it all like... It sucked. It was the worst fucking week of my life. Really? Why? Yeah. Uh, it, all the girls were mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were... They and like I'm not joking. Like I'm not joking because like they even said this to me because they all sync up, and then they all I'm the one guy on the team. And, and they, like, they, they'd be mean with what they call you like like what names and shit. They, they, yeah, they would be like hey faggot. They'd be, they'd be like they'd be called they'd be they'd be mean to me and rude and impatient. And so dude, the idea of a bunch of high school girls giving you a wedgie is the funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, it think sucks of. so bad. And so and then at camp I kind of had enough of it from this one girl. And I called her a bitch. And it, it was not. I shouldn't have done that. That's like a big. And there's one rule in cheer camp. You Do can't not say the B don't word. Say girl the bitch. B word. But um, and then also there was one male coach at from Ephrata, and he we all, all the guys stayed in one in one cabin, and he took the biggest shit I've ever. It was the worst smelling shit I've ever smelled in my life, and it still to this day haunts me. <laughs> but I did meet a girl at cheer camp, which was sick. It was that was kind of cool. But anyway, um, so I hated it. <laughs> Come back. Uh, wait, there was something else. There's something I'm missing here. This, the visual of you at cheer camp is it's, one of the more funny things that I've ever. I, I learned, dude, but I did learn how to like hold a girl up with one arm and shit like that. That was fucking cool. Um, you ever do it with Sherry? Dude, I could. I could. Oh, you, you have. That's the picture that you have to post. Yeah, yeah I would love to see that. Yeah. Um. Fuck. There was one thing. Oh fuck. What was it? Oh, there was something major that happened. I forget. Fuck, dude! Why didn't you just be the mascot? I, that that's a that's a fucking you can't just be the mascot. There's always dude. You have no idea the selection process to, to becoming a high school mascot. Yeah, like there's like the one guy. You can't just be the mascot. You gotta like know somebody. Um, but pretty much no, I forget. I, I I came home, I hated it, and then um, I wanted to get a job, and they're like, you can't have a job and be on the cheer squad. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go work at Acme. I'm gonna go work at Acme. That's what I'm gonna do. And so I, I bring it on. Imagine the, like, about Sean. Bring it on three. Just about you. I you can't be on the cheer squad and have a job. I'm like, like okay. You have to movie. pick. I the movies oh, that's it. That's what I wanted to get to. No. So the one day we were practicing at school and the fo- we practiced in time football team practice and fucking oh, Keith Milnazic, that dumb motherfucker. I, to this day, out of everybody I went to high school with, cool with everybody. Keith Milnazic, you can go fuck yourself forever, you fucking pussy. Anyway, so he... Who is that? He was in my grade. He lived in... Fuck him. Anyway, so he... <laughs> I'm walking out of the bathroom. After everything you've said, whatever he said to you, you deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Imagine the news. Former high school cheerleader bullies Keith Mellon. No, he, he was the only person that gave me shit like, about doing it. Everybody was like, yeah. I, like, they knew me and shit, but I was walking out of the bathroom. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? I'm like, oh, I'm here for practice. He's like, what for what? I'm like, cheerleading. He's like, oh, you're a fucking faggot. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, dude. And I went back, and I wasn't like, I was just pissed. And like my, my the varsity coach noticed that I was miffed. And she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, eh, just fucking Keith Mellon. called me a faggot. <laughs> and she's just like, he did what? I'm like, don't get involved. It's not a big deal. But fuck, I just fucking hate that guy. I was like, I don't give a shit. I was like, I'm comfortable with myself. I know I'm not fucking, like, I don't care. Yeah. I was like, fuck him. I don't give a shit. And then the next day, or like, Which I definitely guess sounds like you're totally. No, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm, fuck, I'm, I'm not fucking gay. gay. I don't, fucking I don't gay. know. Like, I don't. I'm, have, fucking, I'm, t- I'm not fucking gay. You're just like, you're I love pussy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking keep me last. I don't have a fucking. No, but I keep I, writing his name on, on Monday. I go into school. Keith and is dead. Dalton. Paul remember Dal- what was his name? Dalton. Oh, that guy's a con. No, but he's the biggest dude in school. Gigantic uh-huh. fucking kid. And he comes up to me. He's like, yo. 
impressed, dude. I'm like, what's up, dude? I was, I was like, you can fucking. He was always cool to me. I was like, you can fucking beat my ass now or something. He's like, yo, dude, I just want to let you know, like, on behalf of the football team, that was some fucking bullshit. Uh, I would never fucking call you that. And also, the coach, uh, I guess the varsity, you know, the one of your coaches told our coach, and pretty much if anybody ever fucks with you, we're kicked off the team forever. And I was like, oh, he's like, but like, I got your back, dude. And I was like, that's <laughs> yeah, I got your I back because like legally, I kind of have yeah. to have your back. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just reading off. He just pulls out a piece of paper like it's like a script. Yeah. Preston, but he, but he said he's if just, anyone mess me, messes with you. <laughs> Yeah. I can't play football. <laughs> <laughs> and I love football. I love football. Football yeah. is a good thing. I don't have I don't have CT, <laughs> but I soon will. <laughs> One day my father will give me a landscaping company. <laughs> yeah. And I'll look back on these days and smile. Anyway, see you later, man. <laughs> yeah. In my 40s, drinking and fist fighting mirrors will be well, the only I thing I do. <laughs> I what? I look forward to being 60 and realizing that I, Keith, was really the faggot the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I Although, will join the social club at a fire hall, and that's where I will hang. Out. <laughs> 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 oh man! Do you guys have any people that like? I I literally don't hate anybody who's ever fucked with me in high school. I think everybody grows up to a certain point. Yeah, anybody I ever had an issue with, I don't have an issue with anymore, except Keith Milnazic. What about you guys? Do you guys have still have it on site? <laughs> um, from like high school, I didn't really like get a long time picked ago. on too much. I was kind of like just maybe like I didn't like uh, I was like camouflage. Like I was like just like I was popular adjacent. So my. The kids I grew up I know with, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I was like in that crew, I played sports, but like none of the girls talked to me, you know. I was yeah. just kinda there. Yeah. So nobody really bullied me, but nobody also really fucked gave with a fuck you, yeah. But they didn't give a fuck about me either way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really picked on me, but I just have people in my head where I'm just like, God, you're such a cunt. Like there's just so yeah. I, You gotta you gotta mute that voice because I still think about that every now and then. Like there was there was like a there was a couple people. There was one dude that was like really rude to me all the time and uh when I was younger, like going to shows and stuff, and actually one time he threatened he, he like I forget I I used to run the the message board the local message board for <laughs> the hardcore scene. <laughs> this is, I don't want to get into this, but I've never met a person more deserving yeah, of being bullied that, in my entire life. Isn't no, that but not he, that hardcore. No, but he posted a story about his friend beating somebody up, and I was just like, cool story, bro. And then he like called me and was like threatening to fight me and stuff like that and like i think about it, and he was he like he said like a lot of re rude shit he said he called a lot of people bad words and stuff and i was just like in the words you shouldn't be saying now you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and i look back and I, like every now and then he'll pop in my head i'm like that motherfucker and i'm like i hope he's fine yeah i'm sure he's uh, we he was what 20 when all that shit happened, like, uh -huh. who fucking cares? There's definitely a shit. few kids I went to high school with that, like, I was cool with, but, like, in my head, I was like, dude, you fucking suck, that are, like, pretty chill now. Yeah. Which I'm happy. Which yeah. Which I'm happy yeah. for. Yeah. All the, all the One of the most popular kids in my grade, or in high school, um, l like, as soon as he got out of college, went immediately bald. Like, <laughs> horrifically bowling ball, bald. Yeah. And every time I see him, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what, yo, it's all like, those you kids feel, in high school end up being the biggest fucking losers. And you feel bad, dude. It's like, uh, you know, it's not that it's, be, may, be you know what's weird loser, about my, yeah. my, my I mean, high school. As the three of us do a podcast in your <laughs> living room in a maze. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it, it is that like, it is kind of, that adage is kind of true. Like all those popular kids, like they end up like doing just kind of sucking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the, any, the cool thing about my grade is like. We our grade my there's probably 400 people in it so it's like small enough to yeah. be like everybody knew each other but big enough where there was like enough, it wasn't weird but there was a very uh, us versus the administration mentality like class wide yeah so how big was your class 400 425 people I don't know uh, so like we kind of had each other's backs more than other like I noticed from other classes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I mean, there was definitely bullying and shit going on. But yeah. by the time we got, like, I like I remember there was like I got in trouble. Uh, I got in trouble for conspiracy to cause a public disturbance my senior year of high school because we planned a food fight, and I, uh, I, I, I pulled a the monitor over the lunch monitor, and I'm like, hey. Friday, you better bring a poncho because it's gonna go. It's gonna rain, fucking shit. How confident. And I was kidding, you yeah. know, but, but so then, <laughs> then I, hey, Friday, you better bring a bolt. But there was a, there <laughs> what's the other <laughs> word you could have called the lunchroom monitor? Uh, the narc. Yeah. 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 But so there was like this planning of yeah. a food fight and there was probably like 30 people involved, if not the whole class. So they called in like 30 people to the office and nobody ratted. Everybody was like, we're not talking. Like That's cops were in our faces, like fucking. You're actual saying. cops. And, oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 they threatened me with being arrested for a conspiracy. I cannot to imagine start a food fight. Yeah, having a, a cornier fucking job than, than having cop. than being like an actual police in, like, officer, a suburban yell, fucking yelling at teenagers about an alleged. Food oh, you fight. could tell yeah. he there was a reason he was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like that. That wasn't his selection. He got he got yeah. moved. They need to make like digital wives you can beat. <laughs> you know how like how like in Japan they have like rooms where you can like take a baseball <laughs> how bat long to bases on your and mind? stuff like that. Yeah. Like like where you can get like you know your bad energy out. Like they should just do that for cops. Like maybe yeah. that maybe that's how we solve the police. Dude, problem. there was fucking like every once in a while you meet someone whose like personality perfectly matches their profession. And I remember one time in Buckingham, <laughs> I got pulled over by a cop who had a lisp, and I was like, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, eighth grade was not cool for you, dude. Yeah, there was one cop in Buckingham who was sick, dude. He had this badass tan, a big Tom Selleck mustache. And he was always blasting cigs in the cruiser. Yeah. Like, up until like way after you weren't allowed to do it anymore. But he didn't give a fuck. And I was like drinking on I do you ever see those uh when the cops get DUI videos? No. Oh, Dude, man, there's so one video where it's like this lady state trooper. That's like that like yeah, takes this off duty cop and the whole time he's it's like, like state trooper, but she was a lady. <laughs> well no, because funny well, uh, the reason I mentioned is because he's like towering over her. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. And she's like, this little woman from like Minnesota. She's like, I don't care. Get in the cruiser. <laughs> Get in you the cruiser. Are, you're, you're crazy. You're doing 120 miles an hour. I'm taking you down to the station. I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell station. yeah, lady cop. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we that's how we solve the police problem. Make them all women. Oh, that'd be I was going to say that, but didn't a woman shoot that other unarmed black lady oh, in her apartment happened. that wasn't yeah, hers? That was the joke. Oh. That's, that's someone's fucking stupid idea. I used to do a joke when, when I was like, 
one of my first jokes was about how we should make all the cops black. <laughs> I feel like that's that's uh, pretty. That's been done that's before. It's been done uh, a lot. Yeah, what was your first? Joke. You remember your first stand-up joke? Yes, a little bit. It was about the Lil Wayne sex tape. Remember? Do you guys know? Like, Dude, little, I, no, Lil John. Sorry, Lil John sex tape. I oh, I vaguely remember you doing this because I can't find the trailer anymore. But I forget the joke. But it was something like, "There's there's two women in a baby pool filled with baby oil. Oh yeah, and they're they're <laughs> wrestling, and they both have braces. And then Lil John looks at the camera, and goes, "Chocolate vanilla up in this bitch." <laughs> and then uh, I think that was the joke. I don't Dude, I was going through because I have all of my joke books since like high school uh-huh and i like every once in a while like back like you know well stall i haven't done it in a while but i used to just get like a bottle of wine and just like lay out like my this mm-hmm. is my body of work like a real fucking piece of shit and every time i read my first <laughs> joke book the only thing i can think of is like when was i racist <laughs> i don't remember being racist at all but apparently holy shit dude yeah never look through those old books no it's they're bad. terrible Mine was about the watch children play signs. I was like, that's kind of like a, a billboard for pedos to like yeah. know where the kids are. That's a good joke. I think it's been done a ton. Uh, I mean, I'm that's sure. A, that's like a classic starting yeah. off. But I mean, everything you, you know. That joke makes sense. Mine didn't make, I think mine just ended with like, what if that's like the one relic of humanity that like, like after we wipe ourselves out, aliens, you know, land on the planet and find <laughs> a little John sex tape. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's fine. It's a clever. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one? That one, fuck. There was a comic in Philly. No, it was was Chris Whitehair. Chris Whitehair, yeah. He had that, that fucking bobo ass Lou Biziano. Yeah. You guys look, they look a lot alike. Uh, eh. He had that one. I joke. mean, he looks, he looks like. I'm not gonna. Go ahead. We'll bleep out his name, Nick. <laughs> you have to bleep out that name. But he had that joke about the person like. He threw a trash can in front of his car. Yeah, and he's like, "What if that was a kid?" And he was like, "Why are you throwing a kid Mm -hmm. in front of a car?" I remember being like, "That's a fucking, that's a good joke." Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We should probably cut this whole thing out because I just want to talk shit now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, what's do you do you have a uh, stand up joke that never? I mean, you kind of talked about it with the uh, the jet ski thing, but do you have one that like never worked? The bit you love. I had well the nine eleven jumper bit. Um, but there, <laughs> yeah, there was one. I did it twice in LA, and it was like a lot of buildup. It's, but it was like, it was just a. St- I did it. It was the hardest I've ever bombed. Well, the second <laughs> time I ever told this bit, like, where and I, I do usually do people get up and leave. It doesn't hurt me that much if I bomb. I don't give a shit. I like taking risks. Taking those, and, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind it. Um. But this hurt because uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Mm-hmm. But it was like they didn't leave. No, but I mean, it was just a room full of comics. Dude, that doesn't even count. But it was it was like a drawn out story about how I moved to L.A. with my best friend, <laughs> and uh, we both had you know these big dreams, and I was going to be a comedian. She was going to she was going to be an actress, and you know she was doing so well, and she was, you know, uh, we got a dog together, and we've been you know. Uh, things were just really starting to work out for us, and she's she started getting these auditions, and she's things have just been going so well, but there was like the, I don't know the sadness in her eyes that I couldn't I couldn't place, but I I you know I I did what I could I could be there for her, you know, and she had this one real big audition uh, to to be to be on uh, Silicon Valley, and I was just like, honey, you got this, like 
I'm so proud of you. You're going to knock it out of the park. And she was like, ah, I don't know. And she, she went and did it and she, she wasn't sure how it went. And I was like, you know what? You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep going. You know, like this isn't the end. If you don't get it, there's going to be more opportunities for you. So, so finally, like, what if you just kept ta- talking about this for like 10 minutes and I just told her. So we're just like night moves, night moves, night moves. <laughs> and then, you know, one day I'm like getting home from work and I walk in and I go, honey, I'm home, which was like our bit we would do with each other. And, uh, you know, the dog runs up to me, uh, but she, I, don't, I don't hear. I don't, she, I can't, uh, but her door's like a little open. So I, I can't, und- I'm like, what? I was like, maybe she's sick. Maybe she's asleep. So I like open up her door and she's not in there. I'm screaming out her name. There's nowhere else she could be. I've, she had, she wasn't picking up her phone all day. And then I see I see a little glisten in the closet. I see her necklace going back and forth in the light. And I open up her closet, and th- there I find my my best friend, my other half, hanging in our closet. And all I could think was just, who's gonna watch my dog? I have Vine <laughs> rehearsal in like a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it was the dumbest thing I've ever written but I was so proud of it <laughs> and it got c- c- utter and complete silence like did you no one even tried to give it to me be like hey you took a big risk up there they were like disgusted did you hear, did you hear disgust yes yeah I, I bombed pretty hard in, at an LA mic once where it was basically a, a joke about how it's like you know you leave you know uh, you know, you moved to L.A. because, you know, you just get sick. I just got sick of my hometown, and I was just basically like, you know, where are all the dreamers? Where are all the people that, you know, want to do, like, big creative things with their lives? And then you move out to L.A., and you meet your third person. That's a mime. And you're like, can I talk to a fucking plumber, please? Like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And ev- silence. That is li- that's a great joke, though. Yeah. Oh, that's a really funny just joke. Just absolute dead silence because it's just all people no, like, that's so funny, I'm though. in mime school right now. <laughs> yeah. That would deserve a big laugh. Yeah. Mine didn't deserve, I, but I was like, guys, give me something. Yeah, give me like yeah. a little bit. Uh, and also, well, I also had a tag, which I was really happy about. <laughs> it's just like, also, not for nothing, but if you're a mime, shouldn't you shut the fuck up about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You um, should do that one. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll dust her off. I think I'm actually I'm, I I can't believe I'm doing this, but like I took off. Apparently, there's this amazing open mic in Frenchtown. Yeah, and I've been to it. Oh, really? Yeah. I took all. I've been shout done out uh, Dave, Dave Slagle. Slagle. Dave Slagle. Oh wait, what, it? it's not his mic, but he's there. Yeah, all the he's time. the one who tipped I think me it's off. Lana, to it. Lana Epstein. Well, Grubart is the one that tipped me off to it too, and I haven't done this in years. I took off work to go to a mic Hell on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, let's go. You want to go? I'm down. Because I'm, I'm like. Oh, Dude, shit, I can't Tuesday, but let me know. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. like, itching hard. It's one of those – it's, like, a weird fucking thing for me, too, where it's, like, you know, you get in, and all you do is comedy, and then at a certain point, you're, like, fuck this. Like, I got to go, like, live a life. And then, like, you convince yourself that, like, oh, it's, like, oh, I got, like, okay at comedy because I started living. And it's, like, well, dude, it's, like, you know, I'll sit here all day and, like, shit on the grind – but, dude, for the first two years, all I did was eat, sleep, shit, and fuck comedy. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm not a half-bad stand-up comedian. And, yeah. like, yeah. there's a lot of that shit that's, like, I don't know. I, I think s- the first three years, you do have to grind pretty hard. Yeah. But, but then just, once you figure out your process, you I can... Just, I just miss that, like, urge. Like, yeah. I just haven't, like, got on stage and, like, worked yeah, anything yeah. I've the had the out. urge. I want to do, now that I'm back on my other schedule, I want to go on Sunday and I want to go on Tuesday. I was thinking about going on Sunday too to Fergie's. 
No. There's one up in uh, Easton. Oh, Is it Easton? Mm-hmm. Dude, this is a fucking yeah. great... The last 15 minutes of this episode, we're just going to talk about going to open mics. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We'll do it. And again, it's like it like kills me. It's like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Like, I think I'm past that. But it's like, dude, I haven't had this like urge no. to like go you're out. You're never and, like, past that. Dude, any... And that's that's the... Fu- like, you don't have to do it. But like, also, there's very good comics who will pop in at an open mic to yeah, yeah. to do sets. Because you should. I just need some A lot form. of psychopaths. Mm-hmm. I just need some form of a fucking outlet. And I got a few people that, like, I haven't talked to yet, but, like, I think I'm going to start reaching out to people and being like, yo, can I? And I'm not going to promote it or do anything. It's like, just put me on your fucking shitty Atlantic City show. Like, I just want to fucking put a goddamn microphone in my hand. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. You know, I probably do so many shitty fucking I had, like, a weird moment with that. I I just want to put a microphone in my hand. Oh, dude, I know. It's (laughs) Give me a hot spotlight and a microphone (laughs) and let me, let me out. I know it's lame, but it's like, I remember I went to um, karaoke not that long ago and i got called up to, to sing a song and i fucking cleared the mic dude i've ripped the mic out and i put the mic stand behind me and the guy with the dj or whoever the guy was was like oh this guy professional karaoke and i was just like it was like it's a dumb moment but you know like, what's fucking super depressing what the same exact thing has happened no dude but it's one of those things where it was like because i i have ever since the pandemic and moving home and You're like fucking talk- loser i know yeah, but dude, it's like yeah. fucking sucks so bad but also but like rules dude to disassociate yourself from it purposely and also not purposely because of the pandemic and also comedy is shit and all that yeah. stuff and it's like all that shit builds into your mind and you're like, yeah, fucking, I don't know if I really want to do this. And then you do something like that that is so second nature to you. Yeah. It kind of like rocked my head a little bit because it was like, dude, this is like a thing that's like in me. Like yeah. I do this shit. Like this is a big part for as much as I want to sit here and talk shit on stand up. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is a big part that of rules. Who, this is a big part of rule. who I but am. That's the thing. It's like people are like, man, I'd love to try stand up. And then you're like, I, like, I've done it like thousands of times. Yeah. It's a weird thing to like that piece things that people would like like w- like want to try you're like yeah like we've done it a thousand times and it's usually not that fun like a thing you're scared of yeah. that most people are like horrified of yeah. I feel the same way though because like too it's fun it's it's like <laughs> harrowing talking to people at work and they find out I'm a comic oh. yeah uh, well I mean it's one thing if you're like living in Philly or New York or a city or something like that and you've been doing it a couple years. I've been doing it 11 years in fucking October. And I'm talking to people at work. And they're like, oh, you're new. Like, so what do you do? I'm like, I do stand up. And they're like, oh, how long have you been doing it? 11 years. Yeah. No. And I just moved to Emmaus. Right. So it doesn't put a lot of, like, hope. Yeah, but fuck and, you know, that. Just, I don't think, I think that's a self-inflicted I, wound. I truly don't give a shit, though. But it is, like, it is. People don't think that, though. Like, it I is think funny you think to me, though. Thinking. And it, it's. I see the jab people could make, but they don't, I, dude. I'm telling you, Sean. They, they don't. don't. They can't figure it out. They yeah. think it's cool. They do. Everyone. No. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't they, think like they're not thinking like it is a. No, I was. I was having a conversation with like a regular, because I don't like to tell people unless like they come in all like you know it's whatever, um, and they I, they found out I did it like oh that's cool and they weren't like taking me seriously like in, like how I did they're like so you're doing any shows around here I'm like yeah I'm doing uh, I'm doing music fest and they're like. Oh, <laughs> like, why? I was like, I mean, I, well, I do stand. Like, I'm, I'm doing stand. My friends, it's my friend's show. He's put me on. They're like, oh, so you like actually do it? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, like, what's, some, sometimes, yeah. What's yeah. up? What's up with Music Fest? What is this? August thirteenth. Yeah, right? I know, but like, is it? It's just stand up. 
We're getting microphones in our faces, dude. It's not like 11 at night. Yeah, it's gonna. It's oh, like it's after sick. the... I think it's after the headliner. Uh, this out. isn't the... This is a, You've done this show like multiple times before? Well, I started comedy plots at Music Fest like three or four years ago, which is like stand-up wasn't at Music Fest for a while. And we there's this place called the Ice House, and all the stand-up would be there. Like, music... F- comedy at yeah. Music Fest? It's Music <laughs> Yes. Yeah. For real. It can't be anything else. Dude, for real. That's like for real how people That's are. That's so funny. Really? Yeah. You don't eat hot dogs at a pie-eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but the the pandemic stopped the comedy plot, so this is the they're just going to do stand-up. How were the shows? The, the, la- the last time we did comedy plots, it was like the greatest thing of all time. Really? Yeah. Like people, like, they can't get in. Stand-up, people just love it right now. Yeah, like they're just lo- like I think I don't know what it is, dude. But that's the thing you forget as like if, when you get lost in like just doing comedy and being surrounded like at open mics all the fucking time is that people do enjoy comedy and that you can just go like people are excited to see you. Well, it's this is not it's not open mics where it's the complete opposite. Well, yeah. disassociating myself from that like hanging out with comics all the time, having to hang out at the store, all that shit has like revitalized my like love for it because yeah. so many times it's like especially in LA where it's like you're just there to like hang out and you're just like like I can't tell you how many times like I would look at the com- like I'd be hanging out at the comedy store it was just supposed to be like one of the meccas of stand-up comedy and I would just be sitting there like feeling like angry at myself because the whole time I just kept thinking like this sucks yeah like yeah. this fucking sucks well, I, the same thing in New York it's like man people are like hanging out yeah like, and you're sitting s- at the bar, like outside of a, at the comedy club, like, man, this is the life. It's like, I want to go home. Yeah. yeah. And it also, I mean, yeah. And then you just like stand around, like, you don't realize either where it's like, you know, you're in it with people. That it's like you're just sitting around doing the same thing as them. And you're like, yeah. I'm so much fucking funnier than everyone <laughs> here. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fucking. But yeah, now that it's like gone. And also, this has helped too, where it's just like, you know, And I feel like it's almost like everybody's like trajectory almost where it's like you go to New York, you go to L.A., you realize, fuck this. And then you start doing cool shit with your fucking guys. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, this is exactly. If I know what you want to do, people. Every podcast of every comedian I've ever loved or respected has the same story, which is like they went, they went, fuck this shit. I'm going to do my own thing. And Uh then it happens. That's what we're doing. Night moves. Night moves. Night moves. Night moves. Night moves. Night moves. moves, moves, moves. So we got two more. We're going to start doing two a week all the time now. Um, yeah, until you yeah. and I are gone. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, we're gonna we're you're gonna, gonna bring the stuff, it. right? Yeah, oh, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll be able to call in. Yeah, you can call in. Um, should we do a little bit of it? Should we tell the people about some shows? Should we do start doing that stuff? Like, yeah, August thirteenth, the boys are gonna be at Music Fest. Yeah, the that's three right. night moves boys at will the, be there. Where is it? Uh, Steel Stacks. Is it like the Ale House? Love or something? Steel Stacks. Steel Stacks. Wait, are they doing it in the actual theater or like yeah, the other the room? Theater, I've done yeah. them both. Yeah, the theater. That's awesome. The Steel theater, Stacks is yeah. a the website time. says the fucking Ale House or something like that. You got to go fuck someone up, dude. I have no. Well, I truly have no idea. I should I know. Mean, this is text. it actually the? Th- are we confirmed? It is the thirteenth. It's the thirteenth. Okay. Friday the thirteenth. Oh, yo, big, oh, big damn. night, dude. Big sh- night. Here, here's what I want to ask you guys. And Night Moves Faithful, chime in. Should we do a live Todd somewhere that day? I think that'd be Dude, funny. That'd be sick. Fuck. That's a great idea. That's a Done deal. fantastic Done idea. Deal. I think that'd be Look fun. for that, folks. Friday the 13th, live episode. I'll, we'll let you know where it is. The boys, we're going to be at Steel Sex. Love we'll it. We'll be in Bethlehem. I'll be drunk. I will not. 
Lou I'll will probably be drunk. We'll both be drunk. This would be so much fun. I did have this. Speaking of fantasies, visualizations, I had this like weird, like I was sitting by myself thinking about like the podcast and like, like, damn, we were talking about going on the road, maybe yeah. doing some stuff on the road. I was like, what if we, we were on some like tour? We'd like all have like, we'd have to like make sure we'd take care of Lou. We wouldn't be able to drink in the green rooms. Yeah. Until after, I was like, "Yeah, me and Sean would make sure we're not exposing." Oh, I'm, to, I, I'm fine with all that shit. That's, you know, we can expose that. our boy I, I to our it. debaucherous behavior. I'm totally then again, he's coming to me. So yeah, we're I'm, doing two more. It'll be all three of us, and then the boy, two of the boys are going to California. Yeah, we should California Adventure. We also, should. plug your show. What show? You're fucking. You're. Roast oh, oh yeah, I'm doing Roast Battle on the 3rd at the Comedy oh, Store. Oh, hell yeah. I can't wait. I cannot August wait. August 3rd. Yeah, it's nice. going to be weird. They're doing sort of like a Rumble Royale thing. So it's not... So it's like whoever wins, like, advances. So it's like you basically have to write jokes for five different people. It's been a lot of fun, but it's going to be a shit ton of have work. Have you started writing? Yeah. And are you going to be out there for it? No, I'm going to be in Joshua Tree fucking um, my dick out in the sun. If you <laughs> want to, we should fucking look into, like, Palm Springs to see if there's any shows we might be able to do on the 4th. Woo! The Maybe. boys out Might there. Be fun, Maybe. Unless you just want to get drunk on fucking king crab legs. Dude, that's kind of. I yeah, cannot dude, wait I'm to eat fucking king crab legs. So I think I'm going to make. I think I. I've, I haven't talked to them, but they'll probably do it. We'll do a. I'll do an episode in Joshua Tree with uh, Nick and Isaac. That sounds great. Um, They'll we'll, be awesome. We'll do one in Palm Springs. <sighs> Damn, that's going to be fucking. Post calling cool. in. You let, let cool. me know. Yo, well, I'll die. I'm, I'm renting a truck, baby. Yeah. I got a new like travel a, credit card, a fucking a pickup truck, baby. I'm why? getting off at LAX. Why don't you get like a fucking uh, like a sedan? Because one, it was only a hundred dollars more, and two, I'm driving through the desert. I'm gonna be like, is that your car, dude? Me, so Tom, me, Tom, uh, Nick Oldershaw, and Brendan Crick went to Joshua Tree two years ago. Dicks and out. Dicks fucking fully out. And we were driving to the Big Rock. There's this big ass fucking rock, and Landers. Uh, uh, it's like right above Joshua Tree, and it is a big fucking rock. Yeah. And there was a as, crazy as UFO. advertised, big rock. It is a fucking big rock out of nowhere, and a crazy UFO guy used to live underneath the rock. And oh, that's then how when it the got C- there. FBI came to investigate him, he blew himself up under the rock. Crazy story. But you have to drive through like sand to get there. We were doing it in Tom Brink's Honda Civic, <laughs> <laughs> like one of the scariest drives of my life. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting the truck. Love that. Hell yeah. Folks, the fucking night movers night out moves. there. We're Thank night moving. Thank you so much. See you, folks. Have a terrific week. Kiss your fucking Kiss your sister, loved ones. dude. <laughs>